red leather, yellow leather. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> hey, do, do it five times fast. Well, I don't Go. think I could. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Raul, try it. Say it. Uh, man, I have trouble speaking normal. Come I know on. I'm not going to get that right. Come on, you got it. Just say it. What, what am I saying? Red, red leather, yellow r- leather. Red leather, red... Le- ah, fuck yeah, red leather. <laughs> nailed yeah. it. He but nailed it. He got it. <laughs> nailed it. Hey, welcome back, Roel. We had uh, Will coming in off the bench last week. He did a good job. He did a phenomenal job. Yeah, hey, uh, don't, y'all don't lie. Y'all don't got to lie, man. He did a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was, was, uh, was <laughs> suffisive. Yeah. Uh, Will was... He, he was on that bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, he tried. Uh, I don't think we were like, I don't think he wasn't ready for us. And I think that's really what it speaks to. He was just not ready for us. Mm, too like, much energy or what? Yeah, I think he was just a little, you know, he wanted, he wanted to be really good and he wanted to fill the shoes. These are big shoes he's got to fill. He wasn't used to filling Raul's shoes. That's, so that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. But he did a great job and we definitely appreciate everything he put into it. But, I will say uh, he's no Raul. I'm right, just right. saying. Well, that's why we didn't give him a mic. Let's go. Yeah, I, no, I, right. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. He started speaking. We're like, uh, no, no, just no. Can we not, Can you not get a mic, <laughs> you? please? Yeah. Reached over and unplugged his mic. Just unplug <laughs> that, please. <laughs> so, We're kidding. Love no, you, Will. I know. Love you, Will. Just cheers J- to Will. JK to not Raul being back. Yeah, JK not JK. <laughs> yeah. You'll never know. <laughs> hey, hey, James, I appreciate the the hand emojis last week, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yes. Hey, I see it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. There it is. So we're, we're here with the Grabbing the Brisket podcast. We got a wonderful interview planned with you coming up here shortly with Greg Rampy with the Barbecue Central Show. And I don't know if, if it's much as of an interview, we're interviewing him or he's interviewing us. I Are think we, it's going to be back and forth type deal. So okay. I'm, I'm interested. Uh, Jesus. You know, you know yeah. how I am. Like, I'm really good at giving the interview. I'm never, I'm never good at getting the interview. <laughs> he's going to, Jan, what, what is your favorite uh, meal yeah. to yeah, it's like, hey, have on a hey, Tuesday hey, between that, noon and three? Quick. Name a woman. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, right? I don't know. Just freeze. That's going like, to be it, uh, right? Hey, five plus five. Yeah, don't know. What did he say last time? Spaghetti or no? <laughs> Something ridiculous. I said I'd make my Favorite own. Favorite meal? It was like, I'll oh, make my yeah, own. Yeah. Hey, that's, you know what? By the way, that's the honest answer. That was honest. Mm-hmm. I'd make my own meal. I, you know what? My, my meal is give me a stove. Let me do it myself. That's the meal I want to eat. I want to eat my cooking. I'm I, sure they would do that for you. They should. Mm. What about last meal? Have we ever discussed that last meal? Death row, last yeah. meal, or whatever? What? That was the question asked. I thought that okay. was the question. Was that the question yeah. was asked? Yeah. Everybody wants a steak, potato. I was like, the meal I make. <laughs> I want the meal that I cook. Is that wrong? No, no, it doesn't. Are you just, at that point in time, are you just trying to prolong your execution? <laughs> right, because right. you're like... Guys, this takes 24 hours for right. me to yeah, prepare. I, I want to cook a whole steer. <laughs> it takes three days to make the dough. That's I'm just, just to prepare the dough. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Now we got to fly to Italy. <laughs> right. I don't think it goes that. They're like, listen, look over there. Clink. Okay, he's been juiced. He'll never remember anything. He's right. about to die. Here's yeah. Papa John's. Thank you. Uh, right. Yeah. right. Mm. Ugh, Papa John's. Good. Good. We eat that a lot, but it's not good. Do you eat it? A lot. I've not had Papa John's in, well, maybe I want to go to your house. Maybe, probably. Weird. Super probably. weird. Yeah. Look, cheers, fellas. Here's to another another week uh, of awesomeness. Uh, Chain hands over here. Boom, John. Cheers, man. Cheers. Seriously, guys. I feel like uh, it's weird to go through this motion each week, and 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 you know, honestly, 
we, we put a lot of effort into this, and, and it, it's not just we're winging it, right? I know it feels like we're winging Sometimes it. Sometimes it feels like we're nah, winging but it. But we're not, right? It's, we it's come in here. going in to make it, it is. feel like that. It, there's a lot of work goes in the studio, and I want you to know that Grabbing the Brisket is here <laughs> right. day in and day out, striving to make the best damn podcast there mm. is. And obviously, we've got, you know, the Paraline, Paraline, we have the Paraline Podcast Studios helping us out, right? Just mm. killing it. Uh, the, you know, how, how, how would I say that? It, the Charlie said, Mike Studios? Yeah, you said it perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, obviously they're doing their part in, you know, setting everything up. Right. And, Rao and his assistant will. Yep. Yeah. And his assistant are, uh, are, are are making it possible. But on our part, we, I don't want you to think we show up with alcohol and just start getting on the mic. That's exactly what we do, but uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. it's fine. I think okay. it's okay. I think they know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Boom. Yeah. I was thinking the other day, um, you always hear these, and this is very cliche podcast material right here where they throw these hypotheticals out on whether you could do this versus this or whatever. So I'll give you one. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, uh, would you fight? Let me think. Okay, John. Let would me throw you rather? One out to you. Yeah. Would you rather? Would you rather, John? Would you rather fight Jan right now? Right, one grown adult Jan versus maybe ten junior high Jans. What, what I do don't you, know how what big your, junior high Jan was. What do you think your odds are? How big is a junior high Jan? Five eight, <laughs> five nine. <laughs> uh, probably five eight, five seven, somewhere in there. I don't know. Jan's probably a bad example because I feel like what junior about high Jan would not be easily intimidated. What? What about a hundred? Middle school Jans. Is that that's younger? That's like, like a little bit older. Grade. Than nobody's Maddox, fighting a hundred. Nobody's fighting a hundred of anything. Right. Like, I you're was like, gonna say that's not good. Do either. I take one ass whooping or take a hundred ass whoopings? No, I'll take one, please. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I heard it on. Uh, I think it was like, uh, what was it? Two bears, one cave, or was that with the podcast with Burt Kreischer and? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, and one of the things is like, okay, could you? Basically, they went through this, and it's not similar, but it's kind of similar. But they went yeah. through this whole thing. It's like trying to like, what animals could you just bare hand like fight and kill? <laughs> and, and they just like, could you could you fight a cat? Could you kill a cat barehanded? I kill a cat. Yeah, and then he goes into like a dog, and like they name I'm a not, specific breed of dog. I, mean, I could kill a dog, but yeah. I don't want to kill a dog. Right, right, right. right? A deer, and a, I don't know how I got off on this little tangent here or whatever, but yeah. uh, I don't know, that popped in my brain. So I was like, oh, hey. Yeah, I, I was just saying that, like, middle school, junior high, like, most people, most middle school John sees another middle school John get his face caved in. Mm. Other middle school Johns can be like, nah, fuck it, I'm out. I feel like you cave in middle school Jan's face, and the other one's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> crazy. You know I mean? Yeah. Just crazy. Like, rabid. Like, so, at that just, point, you might as well fight adult Jan as opposed to however you, many. You got a rabid, rabid middle schooler? Yes, exactly yeah, what right. I'm thinking here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I watched a Foaming video. at the mouth. I watched a video, and it's just, I guess, a sad state of our generation, not our generation, but our younger generation coming up. But I watched a video of uh, uh, Emma showed me a snap that was floating around her school, this uh, fight that went on in, the, in the, the kid's bathroom. And it's just like uh, this kid's just getting his ass beat. And, I mean, uh, the kid that's doing the, the ass beating, I mean, they show a mugshot uh, later on in the snap because he got arrested or he got taken off or whatever. But I was like, what are you guys doing? And I mean, just 
just snapping everything, like just hey, there it is. Yeah, yeah, you know, fight. I'm like, oh my goodness. That that should be like mm. a. Um, I feel like that should be like a, like a code. You know what I mean? Like when when you're a kid, like when you're a kid, it's not about getting the video. It's more like. Hey, no videos, nobody gets in trouble. We got you. Right, right, right. You know yeah. what I mean? Nothing's that, like that anymore. That's what we had growing right. up. Nobody they said, look, snitches get stitches. We don't talk about it. Oh, nobody saw anything, right? We also didn't hide in the bathroom to fight. We could just Yeah, I'm I'm just saying if you did, Usually right? Usually it's an right. after school if thing. If you did it, mm-hmm. there was no fifteen million videos. And, and I think that's the difference, right? It's like we we, we wanted to <laughs> Could be, you imagine back then? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, some camcorders. <laughs> no, I just think that that's the difference between this generation and that. That ger- this generation wants to put it online. Oh, for sure, for cloud. Our generation was like, "Don't tell anybody." Right. right. And and I, I think there's there's something there, right? I think that's a uh, that's a nuance that that people don't don't really talk about it. Yeah, I get p- people talk the fact that we didn't have cameras or we didn't have whatever. I, there were surveillance cameras. We had like. You did shit, you could get caught, right? Like, there was cameras on buses when I was a kid. Like, there was stuff. But I'm just saying, it wasn't easy. But nobody pulled their phones out to go and go, hey, let me video this shit. They were like, nah, man, hey, let's keep it down. We all know what happened. We all we're, The word of mouth could spread so quick. Mm-hmm. It was unreal. That's how That's how it was. It was infamous at that point. See the video, and you're like... First of all, I could tell a really good story. Right, so much better. It was so much better so than the, much the better. video. Mm-hmm. like, oh, the video didn't do it justice. Because let, let me get a hold of this. I will make this thing so good. It's unreal, you know? Right. I don't I did know. a flying jump kick yeah. and blah, blah, blah. This dude did a backflip at one point. Like, you see the video? Kid's on his back getting beat up. Right. Like, oh, okay, he didn't do a backflip. He got knocked the fuck out, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. There was there was a nuance to that. Now it's just... Eh, it's just sad. Yeah. Just super sad. The art of the storyteller is gone. Yeah. It's just right? gone. Can we can we talk uh can we just go on with that sadness and just yeah. can I, I don't think I got into it last week. I think no, I did not. I I had my office annually chili cook off. And um man, I'm, I'm just bummed out. I'm pretty sad about it. You sound salty. That's what you sound right I am now. Salty. Like why don't you be salty? Okay. I hey. am. Don't give me Mr. Let, Rogers. Let me give you. Why don't sh- you come in like like a fucking hurricane? Tell us what you think. Yeah, I was just trying to build up the uh, the tension there a little yeah. bit. But uh, let me give a shout out to Carlos. Carlos at work, he got second place in the uh, in the chili competition. What was your team name? My team. Theirs. I don't know what his was. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I, what was yours? Um, mine was fantastic chili. You want a fantastic wow. chili? That's yeah. really good. And we dressed Did up you, like uh, we got our sports gear on and four? stuff like that. So no. We're fans. We're yeah. It's not about who the thought team of name. the name. It's not about the team name. Well, I'm pretty sure it has to do with the team name. Who thought of the name? I did like freaking 15 years ago. Oh god, you're still running the same thing from 20 years ago. Yeah, with the chili heads. Or anyways, the, uh, so how'd your chili? Anyways, go? let me get to this story. Okay. Yeah, the red hot chili heads would have been better. Yeah. Well. Okay. Great. I'll, I'll put that up uh, next year, Jan. Okay. Maybe that's why we lost because of our stupid hey, team name. The fantastic chili. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Great, sign on board with, and I get it. I understand why you're doing what you're doing. I'm just saying. Yeah, I did it because it was easy, yeah. and I don't have to do a skit, or and the theme's easy because I can just bust out my jersey and we're done. Hey, everybody, wear your sports gear. Done. Mm. Anyways, oh, man. it's not about okay. the actual team name. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. I, I get it. I yeah. get it. Okay. Uh, the, maybe that's a good team name. The bare minimum. Bare minimum show. You guys all dress up like I love bears. That. Dude, that's a great <laughs> idea. And I go, rawr, blah, 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 blah. 
You know what I mean? Something. I love that. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah. Just keep using the word bear every time you get a chance. That'd yeah. be phenomenal. That's, that's, that, that does sound great, but uh, I, I've already embarrassed myself enough. Ah, did you embarrass yourself or embarrass yourself? <laughs> Throughout the years you know what I mean? of dressing up and yeah. doing skits and not winning. Mm. So now I'm like done with that. Okay, but now we moved on to Chili. Next year we're taking off. We're going to watch this Chili cook-off. Yeah, you're we're not invited. Sh- no, we'll show it's up. Employees only, you're not invited. Let's get a job there. It's like two done. weeks before. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, we'll just go... We're sweeping trash today, right? I don't give a shit. I'll take vacation for this. Turn in my two-week notice here after this thing. After the cook-off. You know what? This job sucks. (laughs) Okay, so get into it. I mean, uh, it's my basics. It's my same chili recipe that I've been been pumping out for a while. Been running. We've won several major, like, big-time cook-offs using this thing. Uh, And so I I roll it out there, dude. I made, like, six gallons of this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because they tell you, like, because the whole company just comes and there hundreds gets, of people. Everybody gets right. samples and all that stuff like that. I'm like, great. Whipped it up, got it done, tasted it, uh, tweaked it, boom, perfect. People's like, hey, can I try some? Here you go. That's uh, that's that's amazing. I like that. That's good. And they would leave and they would go off and find somebody else. And minutes later, somebody was like, hey, uh, so and so, and said I need to come over and try your chili. I'm like, oh, great. Boom, here you go. And then, then that turned into so and so and so and so, and then the word got out like you need to go try James's chili. Yeah, and so not every, your chili, your team's chili. Correct. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking all the accolades. Yeah, I know. It's my team's. Yeah. Just, yeah. My bad. It's we, mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. It's and we. so, uh, just everybody's like, you got this. You, this is hands down. I tried everybody's here. This is hands down the best chili. And I'm like. Oh, you I hate when they say shit. I've heard this before. Hey guys, I have heard, I've this, heard before. this before. Can't, can't get my hopes up. I got that yeah. little ticket, and I'm like, okay. I'm sitting down, just boom, in my chair, just waiting. Uh, the vice president of the company's up there, just you know, going through his little uh, speech or whatever. And then he starts calling off whatever gets to the down to the first place chili. And I was like, I hadn't gotten number two or number three, so I'm like, got to be number one. Got to be number one, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting like. Pats on the back right before the awards you got. I'm like, <laughs> get it, boy. Get up there. Hey, go get your money. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I've been there. All of a sudden, they call it out. Was not my ticket. Bow, bow, bow. Done. And I was like, you what know what? What place you get? Uh, I don't know. They didn't post the results. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to say fourth place. but So. <laughs> How many teams? I, I, um, I think there's probably about 15, 16 teams. Okay. 16. 16. Jesus, James. Yeah. Okay. So I, I tried, uh, and this is only only this is the reason why I'm like, okay, something's not off or whatever. Uh, I tried Carlos. Shout out to Carlos. I tried his chili. Yeah. He threw a little secret ingredient there. He uh, threw a little cinnamon sugar. I don't know if I'm supposed to be putting that out there, Carlos, but he threw a little cinnamon sugar in his chili. Say it a few more times. Yeah, and cinnamon I tr- sugar. I tried it, and I was like. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's good, because he invited me to try it. I was like, that's good, but that's. What is that? That's a little um, that's a little sweet. And I was like, "What is that? That's like cinnamon." Or he's like, "Yeah, put some cinnamon sugar in there." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I was like, well, "I mean, it wasn't really my my cup of tea." That's but not your chili, but you didn't correct. make it. Correct. You know what I mean, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, the judges—that's what they yeah. liked, and so he got it. And then it was su- unique. Supposedly, number one was uh, sweet as well. Mm. Kind of like a Cincinnati style chili. Mm. That sounds Mm. horrible. 
you know. Cincinnati. Chocolate, that's kind of popular in Chile, though, right? So it is, yeah. Cho- a chocolate habanero or a, a chocolate reaper or chocolate. Yeah, you can you can do some really fun things. And, hell, we got beat by one of those uh, in our our, our, uh, our fire. Uh, fire. We did a fire. Uh, it was the fire. Uh, it benefited the, the fire department, whatever else. We did one yeah. at Backfish a few years ago. The chocolate that was, that was a white chicken. Chili. So the white chicken chili got first. the The second one was the um, mm-hmm. the chocolate, chocolate and whatever yeah. else. We obviously got our names called though. So right, right. I'm just saying we we got on we got on the podium. Right, right, right. We had best pairing. Best pairing. Right. That's right. And that was we were actually the only one that actually got judged and wasn't just like a popularity contest. You know what I mean? We were. Yeah. So not, yeah. not a big deal. Not a big deal. Just winter, it is what it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Got yeah. a got a plaque. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Backfish. R.I.P. They went out of business, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had some good beers, uh, a few, right? But I don't know what their deal was. Like they just. I don't. I seem like they were always busy when I rolled by, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Guess not enough. That, that's the deal. It's like you can be busy as a bar, but you're not busy selling your beer, like in stores. Mm. Like that's what they're trying to. They're trying to sell their shit in stores, and we're out there. No, it's great. We're we're here. You know. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. And that's a thirty people. Pretty good location too. Right. So I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure the overhead was something. Anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. Mm-mm. I'm I mean, sorry about of. your chili. Uh, yeah. Fourth place is still okay. Fourth place is good. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's like fourth well. place two years in a row. Damn, mm, mm-hmm. that sucks, man. Yeah. Well, hey, next time you Jan, know, Jan's face, his looks of disappointment when you said the fourth place. Yeah. You got you got to see that. That it was hits. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, James. Maybe I should be my new team name, just the fourth place. Fourth, fourth place, place chili. chili. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do the bear wah. thing, I guess. Yeah. 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 The bear thing is great. Right. I think that's the one you go with. Yeah. But they they do a cool thing. So a couple teams go all out. Uh, they're obviously like, we're not here to cook chili. Uh, so the, they do a competition where it's like first through third for chili. Uh, first, you get three days off. Second, you get two. For, yeah, one. They do a showmanship as well. Hmm. And so if you do a skit, some type of skit, um, then you get judged on that. So you can win vacation days just doing skits. Dude, you should have back to the future skit. Somebody, because I was like, Doc, right? Great Scots, right? You you do such a great episode. Build your own cardboard little thing. Put some CO2 out there, right? Dude, you could do this. You could win everything, James. Yeah. You could. They they did a whole, like, kind of presidential mm-hmm. debate where they had a guy playing Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and Sarah Crazy Palin. Crazy Sanders, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they, they're, they're the ones that won it. Um, they, they had all the uh, interactions with the, the judges and the crowd or whatever. But, uh, hey, congrats to them uh, next year. Uh, I did so one year. I did Dog the Bounty Hunter, uh, where I dressed up as dog, and then uh, one of my coworkers dressed up as Beth, uh, and I kept running around <laughs> like yeah, the giant dressed up as Beth. Yeah. Whoa, wait a minute! Why'd you put your hands hey, like that? You can't. Hey, because <laughs> they were that they were that yeah. big. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Uh, God, what was what was the catchphrase dog used to say all the time? Like just talking about ice. Gotcha, sucker. I don't some, know. Something about ice or meth or whatever in Hawaii or something. I don't remember what it was, but. I know I, I ran around, and, and uh, my buddy, uh, our neighbor, Mark, that lived next door to us, he was a HPD officer, and so he had his all this, like, vest and, like, SWAT, like, gear or whatever. I'm like, dude, I, and I had, like, a, 
a vest on. I had the little, I had an actual like HPD badge. Yeah, yeah. You got his badge. <laughs> he let Jesus me borrow so Christ, much. dude. You're like, I got pulled over. I'm like, nah, it's okay, man. I'm on the job. I'm on the job, motherfucker. <laughs> Keep moving. Yeah, nah, man. That's not, that's actually pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. I would have taken advantage of that. I didn't went to the gas station. <laughs> I went to a lot of different places. Pull over, man. Hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why I'm not a cop. So I'd be doing some. I watched that one viral. That's my weed. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> I watched that one viral clip with this uh, cop pulled this lady over and she was speeding or maybe she ran a stop sign. And he's like, all right, get license, registration, got it back. And he's all right, I'm going to go um, back to the car, run your license, comes back. He's writing it down and the lady's like, I thought you didn't uh, give tickets to pretty girls. And he's like, I don't, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. Just like, have yeah. a nice day. Get it? Like she wasn't that pretty. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I understand what that means. Yeah. Super hilarious. Super hilarious. All right. Yeah. Are we talking barbecue today or? Uh, hey, your... my briskets. I did the pastrami ones. Quick, yeah. Quick shout out, uh, Smoking Pope's Q. He's the one who gave me the recipe. Hey, turn your it's... mic a little bit. Yeah. Let's get you in the game a little bit. Jesus. It's, uh, anyways. Yeah. Are you good? You ready? No, I'm fine. Yeah, anyways, they came out amazing. Yeah. So I just wanted to give that dude a shout out, Smoking Pope. So it's his recipe. Yeah, he, I'm he not sure down? where he got it. He sent it to me though, and I I ran with it. Okay. Uh, can 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 you kind of describe a little bit? And obviously, you want to give a recipe out, whatever else. Can you? No, I'm gonna put the recipe out there. Yeah, I got some pictures. I got some videos. It's, it's probably already out there by the time you all are hearing this. But. So it's but you're dedicated. This is not the, for the faint of heart. Like this is something. No, this is a, this is an every event. single day, yes. right? Ten so, days, and I did three of them. So ten days of going out to the the fridge and the garage and pulling out these three Cambros, setting them out on the freezer, flipping them, putting them back in every day for 10 days. Yeah. Uh, but it was, the brine was, I mean, that's really what it's all about really with the, with the pastrami is the brine and it, it was killer. It was Super, really good. Was it red all the way through? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it had that. With that. a little extra red around the outside. Yeah. Smoke ring. It was, it was really good. So uh, a little about, a little bit about the brine. Like uh, what? What set this apart from last time that you you did you did a brine last time? Yeah, it's, not as long. Honestly, it's been like five years since I've done one. Yeah, and last time I remember the flavor was good. It was it was good too, but it wasn't. I didn't brine it long enough. Like mm. the red didn't go all the way through. There was like a little, little normal looking brown brisket in the middle. Obviously, a lot of salt, right? You've yeah, got some, yeah, it's a shit it's, ton of salt. It's a peppercorn. Peppercorns. Uh, there's a ton of shit that goes into it, honestly, yeah. and I don't have it in front of me, but. Um, Pink salt, right? So yeah. like the pink curing salt. Yep. Um, but I'm gonna put that recipe out there, uh, and it should be in our newsletter too. So if you're not subscribed to that, did you shave you it, or be. is it is it on the on the? Uh, yeah, yeah. I used the meat slicer and yeah. shaved it all down, and it was really fucking good. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I obviously I was there with you when you were pulling it out. You're like, man, you it's almost like I forgot. Oh shit, I forgot. I got to go do this real quick. And it was that moment you went out there, and I'm like, damn, what are you doing over here? Three brisets come out, mm-hmm. and you're just. I gotta flip these. I'm like, do you think you do you really need to flip them? And I don't know, but I did. No, it's right. Yeah. No, why can't you just like leave it for five days on one side and then five days? It's on submerged. The other side? Yeah. I don't know. Basically, yeah. There's very little of it that wasn't submerged anyway, but yeah. I I don't know why you can't do something. I just know that you did it right. Did what and, I was supposed to do. And it and you're benefiting. I was still. It was funny. I was still nervous when I went to go slice. I was like, oh, "This thing better be freaking pink all the way through." Because yeah. it took ten fucking days. Badass. But yeah, it was it was very good. And the, the rub, I, I didn't get a chance to ask him about what rub he used or whatever. He basically said he just cooked it like any other brisket. So, I found the I think it was Malcolm Reed's 
rub recipe for his pastrami and just went with that. Okay. That's good. And then, uh, so so what did that yield? So you, you gave some away, right? You, or you a little bit, but most of it, I mean, we ate, it was on Thanksgiving. We ate a lot that yeah. day. Uh, and then, no, I, I used the uh, the uh, Backmaster. Oh, yeah. And I I bagged up a shit ton of it. I have a bunch in my freezer. There I've, it is. I've eaten it like five times since then, so. Pull a little bout. Uh, you put it in some boiling water, heat it up. You're ready to go. Yeah, you do like that. I just use like a, uh, Denny has like a little countertop, what do you call it, like a skillet? Yeah. Just threw some in there, a couple ice chips, made it steam up real fast, then took it off, put the bread in with a little butter, toasted it up, threw the pastrami back on top with some Swiss, just melted that on, pulled it, sauerkraut, a little uh, Thousand Island, and called it dinner. Let's go, man. It was real good. I, 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 listen, I, so... Obviously, you got a couple of videos you can mm, share I with got that. Some stuff coming. Uh, and yeah, I, I, w- I was watching a uh, video the other day, and, and a guy was like making this. Um, it was like this, like ham or turkey. I think it was ham. It looked like ham or something. Uh, that he was making a sandwich, but uh, the title of it was "This bread just be breading," or "This is the most bread." This, whatever it was, but it was this hot bread that just come out of the thing, right? Mm. It, it, I think this is Italian. It looked very Italian, like it was in Italy or whatever else, because the bread was very just crunchy, right? But he cuts into it. It's very, and he cuts out. He opens it up, and he goes to. It's steaming at this point, right? Butter, and you're like, okay, it's it's a generous amount of butter. Then he goes back in more butter, right? And just scoops more butter on the same side. You're like, wait, hey man, hey bro, you just put like, I don't know, eight tablespoons of butter on this damn That's thing. That's all the butter. You know? Yeah, you know, and then. He goes over and he gets these cherry tomatoes and he starts cutting them by hand. Cherry tomato, boom, cherry tomato. I'm like, and it's like this bread be breading, I think is what it was. Or this is the most bread. I don't, I don't know how the word wording was. It was a crazy, it was a crazy, it was a, I was like, once it made, I was like, okay, great. Now I'm going to make bread now. This is like, it spawned this whole mm-hmm. thing that I have now. That I'm like, okay, I can make that bread. I can do that. It looks so good. That sandwich looked phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Olive oil, fresh olive oil on top, the tomatoes, the, the the fucking mound of butter he put on there that just melted instantly. Makes I mean, everything better because it was so hot, right? right. He, he's spreading it, butter melted, just done, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think we as humans should be eating bread, right? Jesus, isn't it's not do natural. Don't do this. Don't do this, James. Don't do this. There's somebody out there listening. They're like, God dang it, he's right. Yeah. No. <laughs> Oh, no, he's not right. I made a I made a sandwich and I use I use meat for bread. I use meat bread. Meat bread. <laughs> and yeah. it's called steak. Right. You just you just slice the brisket thicker on the end. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh do do we want to do a beer review before we jump into this interview with Greg or do we want to so do, do it afterwards? Uh, we got about uh, what 15 minutes before he is uh jumping on deck. We do. You're yeah, we can it? go through some bar- we can barbecue news. We can go through some um yeah, John, there's plenty. John's side eye. And barbecue news today or no, John? Uh I just got a little bit, not much. Uh Just a teaser. Just Let's a go. little teaser of the the hot off the grill barbecue news. <laughs> okay. Nailed it, Raul. There it, it is, Raul. Perfect. Hey, it's all about the timing. <laughs> hey. Oof. Sorry. Nailed it. 
That's so fun. Hey, I didn't uh, want things to be perfect, so I had to delay well, a little can't. bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to leave room for improvement. Yeah, well, that's yeah, the exactly. seven-second delay we have for, you know, live. Yeah. We're just getting used to that. We're not. We're actually still in the garage, and uh, we're just <laughs> Skyping in into the studios. <laughs> okay, good. Anyways, I was just talking to Calvin. You guys, a lot of folks have probably already heard about this if you're following um, anything in barbecue, really. But Memphis and May, there's been all that crap going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Where we're going to be here. Where it's going to be. All this kind yeah. of stuff. Well, apparently, uh, the newest thing is there's a new event slated for the same exact weekend now as Memphis in May, in Memphis, and it's going to be at the old Memphis in May location. What's it called? I have no idea. I don't have that information. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, that's some salty shit going on right there. Yeah. Like, we're going to yeah, do yeah, it yeah. the same day, you know the same weekend. You know what they're about right. to lose? They're about to lose a whole, like, Memphis in May is, like, going to be something else in May. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know all of it. Uh, but what I do know is that apparently, um, like, it's the cities being kind of shitty about mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. Being uh, salty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Memphis in May CEO is retiring January 31st. So that's what I have. But we do have... Greg coming on. I don't know. He's uh, he did a deep dive into this just recently, so I figured we ask him about that a little bit too, uh, and get his take on this because mm-hmm. I know he's been following the Memphis and May fiasco pretty deep. So, anyways, that's all I got for the hot off the grill barbecue news. Brought to you by uh, Barbecue News Magazine and the MBBQA. There it is. Um, I'm all I'm all in favor of doing a brew review. By the way, I just Let's thought. Go. I just thought the news was going to be really good. and Was it? Yeah, it really was. Yeah, and I think it's very controversial what you brought up. And if you get a chance, this is not a light subject, and I think this has been something we've been talked about for uh, quite a while now. Ever since last year, this thing's been talked about. Uh, so if you get a chance, like, get informed, get in the game, and, and see what's really going on because I think this is a uh, – I think it's something that – a lot of people are, really care about, um, and yeah. contact your local representative. No, no, no. I don't think you have to do that, James. <laughs> inquire, Con- inquire right. about uh, see if your city, no municipality, can uh, host the Memphis May. That's it. Uh, maybe Pearland can host. I don't. Host we're it. not. We're not in Memphis, James. Memphis. And I don't think it works that way. Yeah. Pearland in May. Yeah. yeah, I like it. But you know what? There's there's another city that wants it. I'll tell you that. Oh, there's there, probably there, lots there's of There's another city that wants this. So either you want it or you don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think right now it's like a, we'll get into this beer. I think right now it's a holding pattern, right? It's a waiting pattern. People are trying to see which cook off they're going to. Yeah, because uh, Memphis May is still the uh, championship. It's still a world. It's still a big time cook off. Mm-hmm. The new one's not really there, but it's like okay, or, wh- what's the money going to be like? And then are the big time guys going to go there? Because they're not going to go there if it's by themselves. That's the thing. If if the city's trying to like if the city's trying to like skirt that and go, you know what? Hey, you're somewhere else. We'll do our own. And we're going to call it whatever it is, right? Some new name. And they're going to have some other event there. And the the other event is some barbecue thing. Dude, people are going to lose their freaking mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The history, the nostalgia. So I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Speaking of nostalgia, let's get into the grabbing the brisket. Beer you. Damn, I've been taking singing lessons. Uh, not working. Uh, not working. Oof. Just get my money back. I hope it didn't cost too much. Um, <clears throat> what do you got here, James? Uh, Jesus, so we got dude. the Crash Pad. This is from the Real Ale Brewing Company. This is an Imperial Hazy IPA. We got 9.3 alcohol by volume coming in at a full 12 fluid ounces. Yeah, man. Listen, who? 
why can't we get a cup of this? Like, I got to work tomorrow. This is not good. Not good. I've already pre-gamed. No, it's great. I'm no, just saying, just, nine point three. If you don't have to drink all of I it, mean, just drink a sip of it. Let's get a picture of this. No, James, you can toast. Right here, I'm, I'm coming at you. But yeah. Anyways, mm. uh, Crash Pad. It's a cool little can. It is. It is a cool can. It's very. Uh, I don't know what the hell it is. It's kind of retro looking. The nineties, maybe. Yeah. Mm. I don't really see eighties out of it, but. Uh, so I know you had a cool story about the. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's cool uh, or even really a story, but Crash Pad. Uh, in in the uh, aviation industry mm. is what uh, it's like. A, when I started at Southwest, I was living in Sacramento, based in Baltimore, so I had to stay at what we called what we called a, a crash pad in Baltimore. Basically, a bunch of flight attendants all rented one, and in this case, it was like a, an apartment, basically. And uh, they called it a crash pad because you'd go there, you'd stay the night, and then the next mm-hmm. day you'd go to work. What what other people were there? Yeah. There was always other people there. What if there was like a room full of people? The room that I stayed in had uh, seven beds in it. So, yeah, there was always people there. Jesus. A lot of like flight attendants. Like, like seven beds in a room? Mm-hmm. Like three bunk beds and then one little twin bed. And then the other room had two bunk beds. Dude. So there's four beds. Oh, in my freaking so God, dude. called a crash pad. Can uh, you imagine? Are we talking about female hey, flight attendants? Not the one I said. There was co ed ones. I definitely did not stay at <laughs> Dude, those. can you imagine that? Like, I, I snore to. so loud. Oh, there was snores for sure. Dude, I would have woke. I'm like, I mean, just the, oh, God, I wish I could live that life right. a little bit. Just <laughs> It was something. Just run the gauntlet. They, thank God like, pilots that had to crash yeah. there because. Well, they had their own. There's pilot crash beds oh. too, but yeah. Oh, they don't co-mingle. So yeah. there, was, there was probably some You're that were commoners, mixed, but yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, they are commoners. Much nicer hey, crash beds than ours. I drive the plane. Yeah. <laughs> We'll you, be honest, and I know you Greg, you're listening. Uh, our flight attendant, I mean, our uh, pilot, Greg. I know you're listening, and, mm. and I know mm. it's very. It's a sorry, Greg. It's a skilled job. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it is. But a lot of it is just kind of no, James. You're you're downplaying what it is. <laughs> a lot no. of it just maintains nope. itself, right? It's really fucked up what you're saying. I I nope. read. I saw documentaries. I read uh, articles talk about that. All they do is just take off and land. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Okay, you're, but you're but also they, have uh, 150 uh, people in I your know. hands. If there's an emergency, oh, there. Yes. Also, yeah, it's not glorified like it was in the 50s. No. In the 50s, For anybody, you were the man because women couldn't fly, but uh, <laughs> but you were still the freaking man. I wonder why you know they I mean? wouldn't let them fly. What do you mean? Uh, fly a plane? Yeah. Because. Be what? careful. <laughs> Are you serious? Back then, guys. Yeah, no, there's a kidding. reason why. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm just saying that, dude, there's celebrities. Back then, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even flight attendants were looked at a oh, lot different back can, then. Can we now. go back then? Because flight attendants used to be on a – they were graded. It was almost mm-hmm. like Hooter Girls, right? Oh, and it, the, was, and the, it was worse in the 90s. Yeah. 90s, 80s, 90s Hooter Girls. They were, on a, they were on a grade level, right? You had to fit whatever else. I'm not saying that that's wrong or right. I'm, I don't have – I'm just saying that's the way it was. 50s, 60s, oh, yeah. That was a – Even you, 70s, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But we went, I'll tell you another little story from when I was in training. They had all of us in the class stand up, and there was about uh, 85 of us or so in this class, right? So we all stand up, and they say – 
they start naming like criteria, and they said if we if we don't or if we if you don't meet the criteria, sit down. So the first one was like, if you're a man, sit down. So all the dudes sit down. If you're under this height, if you're over this height, if you're whatever, all these things. And by the end, there was three people left standing, and they were like, you three would have qualified to work here in 1972 or whatever when we started and i was like wow well that's some shit well, can we bring that back no i wouldn't have a job remember back in the day when we used to be able to like Dude, i'm sorry like i'm not trying to be a male chauvinist i'm just saying get a different job yeah start change some more or something James. i don't know what to say <laughs> maybe i should start my own airline yeah you should let's get into this crash pad yeah. beer review it's really good by the way yeah, it's pretty good I like so, it's like an am beer right no mm-hmm. it's an am beer Get that, get that vibe, James. Very yeah. citrusy. Yeah, thank yeah. you, man. Thank you, James. Thank you for feeding it the. Yeah, it's like a mimosa. Yeah, it's like a mimosa, man. Mm-hmm. Try it. Yeah, I tried it. Feels good. Cheers. Mm. We've cheers like four times already. Yeah, it's fine. This is a cheersy uh, kind of night. I, I, if you don't mind, can I, can I go first? I would love with this. Yeah. yeah. I think the beer is really crisp. I think it's clean. Uh, I think it has really good flavor. Definitely, you get the the citrus in in this. It, it's 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 forward, but it's not in a way that it's like uh, it's kind of just bitter. You know what I mean? Um, and you definitely tell us nine point three, dude. This thing doesn't taste alcoholic, but you feel like you're getting this. By this punch, right? Boom. Uh, yeah. Name's nine point three. I'm getting eight three, eight three for me, man. This is a really good freaking beer, all day long. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm not getting any booziness from it at all, really. It's uh, I think it's crisp. It's delicious. It's got a great citrus flavor, like you said. I really like it, and it's like the right amount of hops. And as much as I like it, I must just be full or something because I'm like I'm trying to get into it, mm. and I just can't get into it. Even having said that, I'm gonna go eight one. This is it's just it's kind of great flavor. It's really good. It's a good beer. Yeah. Damn, yeah. it's a it's good, good beer. beer. Yeah, I like that. I'm not I'm not gonna uh beat around the bush. And <laughs> okay. don't do it. We don't want you beating yeah, around the bush. We wouldn't yes. be able to bear we, it. We talked about that. It's like you know why you call beating around the bush? Like they paid like peasants like in the eighteen hundreds to to go around beating mm-hmm. bushes to get the pheasants and the little birds to come out so the uh, the rich um which oh, socialites like, or whatever can go oh bird yeah shoot some dude in the back <laughs> oh, i thought it was a bird that's fine yeah. he's a peasant go be jesus thy, dude go be thy bush over there so is I that can, where yeah is that where the peasants came from what pheasants 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 yeah it's also um, better to have what two um, a bird in hand than two birds in a bush or something like that. I don't yeah. Know. Anyway, bird in the hands worth two in the bush. Correct. There yeah. it is, Jan. Eight point oh. It's a solid eight oh. Yeah. We're right there together. Mm-hmm. I really feel like on a different day I would give this a much higher score, but this is good. I do like it. It's yeah. clean. It's crisp, but you don't really have a, like just a nasty, just like that. Some of those uh, hoppy beers will just give you a nasty, bitter aftertaste that'll yeah. sit there and linger with you, but. It's clean. I, I, I like I, it. I, like I want to go higher right now, and I feel like if I had one maybe tomorrow I, I, or whatever else, the beer is really good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I saw I saw eight seven earlier. I saw a nine in this beer. You know what I mean? I was right there too. It, this is a really really good beer, and I, I dropped it lower because I feel like there's something on the back end that just keeps 
it, it hits it and just kind of goes away. And I dropped it low, but I, I kind of wish I wouldn't have now because okay. I see what this beer is. Um, it's really, really freaking good beer. Really good beer. And by the way, uh, uh, Crash Pad, you're the reason why I'll be late tomorrow. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. Cheers. Not too late. Cheers, guys. And this is the Grabbing the Brisket. Beer review. There it is. Let's uh, let's pay some bills and uh, hear from one of our friends in Odd Pods. Maybe hear something from Frank, get some questions answered. And uh, hopefully when we come back, we'll have a guest to talk to. There we go. You know, smoking meats isn't just cooking. It's an art form. The aroma, those deep flavors, the patience. It's a whole experience. And behind every great artist, there's the right set of tools. If you're aiming to build your own barbecue pit or dreaming of a custom design tailored just for you, SmokerBuilder.com has your back. Led by Frank Cox, their expertise is unmatched. Offering blueprints, kits, and insights, they turn every barbecue dream into a flavorful reality. Imagine your backyard, the center of attention, and at the heart of it, a smoker that's uniquely yours. It's more than just equipment. It's about crafting those unforgettable moments, and with the guidance of Frank and his team, you're setting the stage for magic. So whether you're a seasoned pit master or taking your first steps into the smoky world, head over to SmokerBuilder.com. Fill up your carts and be sure to use the promo code GRABTHEBRISKET in all caps to receive your 10% discount. Smoke on. Threw down some ribs last night. Used the Chicks That Smoke Spicy Rub. Mind blown. Dude, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the Chicks That Smoke Spicy Barbecue All-Purpose Rub, dude, it, it is a game changer for sure. Yeah, if you folks have not given it a shot, you need to. So honestly, your barbecue will thank you. Chicks That Smoke. It's at SuckleBusters.com. Bro, you know that new Dow Strong knife I just got? The ridiculously sharp one that I almost cut myself on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. But seriously, it made such a difference in my grilling. Every cut is so clean and precise. And it's true what they say, a sharp knife is actually a safer knife. That's accurate. And if our listeners want a new badass knife, they need to go check out Dow Strong. We got a discount link below right in our podcast description. And just be careful, they are sharp. Dow Strong, a cut above the rest. Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Everybody knows at the root of any good relationship, any relationship worth anything, is the only thing that matters between two people. And I'm talking about television. That's right. That's why you should listen to Married with Television, man, which is a podcast by my friends, Shannon and Jamie, I call her cat ears, about movies and TV that they have loved for decades, man. You listen at marriedwithtv.com or anywhere you get your podcast. They are proud members of the Odd Pods Media Network, man. Married with Television. And now it's time for Frank Knows What's Wrong With It. As always, sending your questions to 434-829-2299 or shoot us an email at info at grabhemandthebrisket.com. Hey guys, I'm Frank Cox. I'm the barbecue pit engineer, and here's another Frank Knows What's Wrong With It. I got a question from my buddy here, Isaac B. I'm gonna read it to you, I gotta look down. Have you ever made a live fire style cooking table, the kind that you can hang all kinds of contraptions and stuff from? And I love that question because that's exactly how I would have said it. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I've made some different arrangements, let's call them. So my favorite way to do this, uh, my personal favorite is like a round, I like a round uh, fire table of some kind. And I usually keep it pretty close to the ground. And we made some called Schwankers recently. And that's a German style uh, open fire cooker, and it uses like a trap, like a tripod sort of a a frame. And then you hang a chain from the middle. You can put grates on it. You can do whatever. 
Um, but there's really no wrong answers. That's a great question. You can do like, just as long as you got enough room for a fire, you can move coals around on the surface and uh, hang stuff above it. That's really the only the only uh, requirements. Um, I will tell you this, I like a shallow pan. I don't like the pan to be very tall because then air has to suck down in and you're gonna wind up with flames that kind of come up and they consume all the oxygen and it kind of whips around a little bit. So it's gonna actually put a limit on how hot your cold bed can get. Um, a really good guy to follow that'll teach you a lot about all of that kind of stuff is my buddy Al Fragoni. Um, he's out of Texas, he has Fuegos, Texas. And uh, everything I know, I'm basically learning as I go from him because he's really, really good at it. So uh, there you go. You can also check out Embers TV. Um, Al's on there and you'll see a lot of cool stuff there as well. So anyway, great question, Isaac. Hey everybody, James Grab at the Brisket here. We got Greg Rampy from the Barbecue Central Show. Hey, uh, Greg, how's your, how's your day going? I'm great. How are you guys? Hey, we're doing quite well. well. I mean, we're doing better now. We had a little uh, technical issues, but it looks like we got that all we ironed out. I thought we were pretty bad. Must have been before I jumped on. So yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing yeah. yeah. to see here. Yeah. All behind the scenes stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Trust me, I know all about it. <laughs> I yeah. love this. I need to start reaching out to him and asking questions and whatnot. Probably. I know. Right? He's been doing this for a while. Come on, I'm, I mean, ask everybody, Malcolm and uh, Grill Coach, Pitmasters Podcast, a bunch of people that flamed out already. I'm here to help. I've There's learned a that. lot over the years. Uh, no need to learn the or to go through the same pitfalls and pains that I've gone through over the last 18 years. I'm here to help. Yeah, I was going to say, there's, he's been doing this a long time, and there's been a lot of them. There's a lot of them out there, but there's been a lot of them come and go. Yeah. Most. Yeah. yeah. That, so that that's a thing right there. So so uh, so Greg, how long like how long have you been putting this out there? In February, twenty twenty four, that will mark. I got to do math. Yeah. Let's try it this way instead. In February of two thousand and eight, I started the live show. So is that okay. yeah? Is that, so is that sixteen years complete and starting year seventeen, or fifteen years complete starting year sixteen, whatever? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two years prior to that, so I guess that would be uh, 06 to 08, I was doing it as a straight podcast where I would record long form audio like you guys do. And yeah. then uh, whittle it down to the best 20, 30 minutes post once a week. So I, I separate, I, so I did that for two years and then I separated out. So this is going back a long time. The hot technology of the day when I got into barbecue was message forums. You can believe it. Yeah. So I had a huge barbecue forum and to separate out, I started podcasting. I had heard about it uh, and it was just in its infancy. It still feels like it's an infancy in 2023, but back then really infantile, just like maybe a couple like uh, Adams or whatever it was uh, getting ready to split. And uh, I was like, well, Maybe to set my form apart, I'll start this podcasting. Ray Basso at the time, I don't know if you're familiar with that name or not. He had started mm -hmm. podcasting. It was a horrible. And I said, well, I could be better than this guy at work. So the bar is pretty low at this stage. And it was just me bringing in some of the forum members and talking about what they cook on and what section of the forum do you like best. And uh, at that point, it seemed to go pretty good. I was having a little fun with it. And uh, two years later, there was an influx of barbecue podcasts. So to reseparate, I decided to do a live stream, which is how the show is now. 
Yeah. And I ended up teaming up with a guy who was starting an online radio station out of LA through Craigslist, of course, because that's how you find people. And we figured out technology where he would connect into Cleveland and then redirect the sound over his servers out of LA and, uh, internet radio was born. There it is. That's, hmm. that's pretty fucking badass. It is cool. Yeah. I, I'm more impressed that you're able to do 20 to 30 minutes. You're able to whittle down 20 to 30 minutes of what you said, quality content. Cause if we tried to do that, we'd have to record for like six hours. Yeah, because we, we have, like, like no let's just quality. talk for an hour and just run that shit. We have no quality. That's what it is, right? Yeah. I disagree. Right. So Come when on. I tell people about podcasting or when people ask me what are the top things to recommend, I always end with how important editing is. So if you long form it for an hour or an hour, I mean, honest to God, you got 15 top quality minutes of best you really are honest with yourself mm-hmm. and edit that shit out. Do you want your listeners to be listening to your shit or they right. don't need to know that you, you blew an hour and a half on nonsense and you only yeah. got 15 quality minutes. What do they know? They're just getting the finished product. So they're right, like, well, right. these guys are great. They're delivering top notch content. It's edited well. And I can't wait to tune in next week or every other week or whatever your release schedule is. Mm-hmm. So right. I say edit, edit, edit. When you think you've edited enough, edit more. And then maybe a little bit more after that. You can never edit too much. I mean, I would always rather have people wanting more than going, when will this fucking thing stop? <laughs> yeah, right. This <laughs> thing was so long. And, 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 you know, honestly, that's it's probably really good feedback because we, we I think we've seen this in the past where, uh, like, we've had people write in or call in and going, hey, I just binged. I'm a truck driver. I just binged eight hours of your podcast. You're like, who the, who the hell, who the hell just listened to this? And you're like, thank you. Yeah. It's an honor. To be honest with you, it's an honor. Somebody says I could listen to you do this for a while. And I drove all damn day. And all of a sudden I realized that I'm at the end of your, your podcast. I need more. And, and that's kind of what, kind of what we got not, not nothing on your scale or anything else but at the same time it was a it was a moment where we kind of looked at each other and said damn this is somebody listened somebody who's this long is suffering thing, right this is the thing man you know so uh it, it kind of energizes you a little bit and it, it makes you want to be better it makes you want to create better and um you know I, I don't know it's it's just kind of a cool it's it's it's, cool. it's a cool little yeah field for us you know yeah i, I mean, love that uh so you don't know greg uh but you will when you when you go to watch this whole episode uh Raul, i'm gonna need you to edit a lot of that chili uh competition cook uh talk that i had earlier when i went on for like 20 minutes and just rambled i need you to condense that down to about five minutes no, just the like part where he two lost. minutes yes just yeah, two minutes just yeah short sweet yeah. and we'll be done with yeah. that but uh no it's it's something that uh um i i think a lot of people don't really they don't really think about that or grasp about that. I watched a lot of YouTube videos and it's more kind of through my, my kid uh, watching YouTube and watching her little celebrities and influencers that she watches. And you, and you watch these videos and it's the day in their lives and it's just cut, 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 cut. There's yeah. all the ums, all the pauses, all the, everything is just sucked out of it. And you just get pure, just straight that character you know what i mean yeah. 
and it just and they're just like staring at it just glued to it yeah. whatever it is hey i'm making a pie here here we go I'm like oh goodness so yeah may, maybe we do go a little long-winded on some some things but honestly it's probably a little bit of the uh, beer talking and hmm. uh I don't us see just it. having fun just uh uh communicating <laughs> and talking with each other guys here's here's the bottom line if we're going to be honest with ourselves it's a lot of fucking work to edit. Mm-hmm. So where, are you, where are you going to get lazy? At? Are you going to get lazy producing the content? You're going to get lazy talking, covering topics. No, that's fun. What sucks is eliminating the bullshit out of it. So mm-hmm. the majority of folks think whatever they were just talking about is fucking gold. Why, why would I edit out gold? It's all yeah, there right. for the taking, right, right. but no, it, it's a lot of work. It's painstaking work. If you do an hour of long form, you got at least an hour, probably double that in editing. If you're really going to go down and try and polish it up, not make it too fake, but really make it listenable and eliminate nonsense. Uh And that's where a lot of podcasts get lost. They don't want to put in the work on the non-sexy side to make it a sexy product for the listener. They don't have the listener at heart. And God damn it, there's so many other opportunities and options for things to consume. Why would you give a potential listener a reason to leave? You got to draw them in and keep them. And editing is a big part of that, especially if it's a podcast. I can get away with a little bit because I'm live. But even then, if I have a major technical issue, and I've had them throughout many years, I edit that out of the podcast. If you're on the live feed, tough shit. You're living through it like I am. But I will not put the podcast listener through that. I will take that out, even if it's 40 seconds. If it's just ridiculous, I'm not going to make anybody suffer through that. Or, heaven forbid, it's longer than that, five minutes. I've had it happen. That all magically erases in the podcast feed. I'm not putting the podcast listener through that. But that's why, also, I do love my live listening audience better than my podcasters because they're fucked. They're in it with me. Yeah, they're in it, right? Yeah. So I kind of love them more. Grab in. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's still, they, they, it's not that it's strap in. They've already seatbelted in. They, they've already chosen to seatbelt in and take the ride. We're going up that's the roller coaster why, hill together. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why you love them. Yeah. Uh, so, so we, we have not done uh, a live, uh, maybe, no, we, we, we've never done a live episode. And honestly, I know we've, we've flirted with it a little bit. And I think it's something we want to do. Uh, to be honest with you, I think. I think we, we look at people that are successful like you and we go, okay, like, like what can we borrow from this to go, whatever. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm kind of fearful from it because I'm like, we're such a shit show uh, <laughs> that, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. Right. I mean, it is what it is, but I, it's not at the same time. I'm like, do it. You know what I mean? It, there, there's that inside voice that says, go go forward push it uh and see what happens you know so um we're not there yet i mean and and we're we're definitely trying to be but yeah who knows Mm -hmm. who knows can we can we go into um can we can we go into a little bit the origin stories of the barbecue central tell us about your childhood yeah we want to know baby greg did you at one point in time did he decide he wants to do a barbecue show yeah come on never i never 
Yeah. So I, I'm not professionally, I'm not a professionally <laughs> trained anything radio guy. I never had any thought about being in radio like younger in life. Wanted to be a professional baseball player, basketball player, anything. Um, but that was not going to work out because I was average at everything and average athletic ability and all that other stuff. So I went to college and I shouldn't have done that, but I met my wife there. So good thing that I did, but otherwise waste. And I got a, I was into like grilling, only grilling. We got a house. My wife bought me this Kenmore grill for a housewarming present. And I proceeded to cook through the back of it literally inside of a year and a half, like the back of the firebox pushed in and caved in. That was it. But it was great. It was like three tiered rack thing and a whole bunch of food on that. So I was going to buy a replacement for that. I had this Gen Air all stainless steel. This is a long time ago. It was 1200 bucks. So it was probably like $5,000 now, but it was like had the big rotisserie burner in the back. Very sexy. And just out of sheer chance, I was talking to my cousin who was a barbecue caterer in Delaware. And if you boil the origin story of the barbecue central show down to like where it is today, if you track it back, it's my cousin's fault, my cousin Glenn. And he said it, have you ever considered buying a barbecue pit instead of just this grill you're talking about? And I said, I don't even know what you're talking about. And he proceeded to give me education, low and slow, different kind of options for entry level, bought a Weber Smoky Mountain. My wife got it for me for Father's Day one year. And that's where it started. Was terrible at that, made two or three below average racks of ribs. The Weber Smoky Mountain was getting set up to be a planter in the tree lawn. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, how the fuck do you control the temperature on this thing? I'm following the directions to the word, but it's raging hot. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. before I threw it out, I found the virtual Weberbullet.com, which was dedicated to the Weber Smoky Mountain. Oh, yeah. Learned I had been doing it all wrong. Build temperature, you know, from the start, build it up, capture it there instead of trying to bring it down. And then the, my world changed. I was introduced to forums. I was introduced to people that had a tremendous amount of experience with this cooker. There was camaraderie being built online. And that was the first stages of how that looked back then, 2004. So I started the forum. And then, of course, I told you how the progression has been up to that. But I, I never had any aspiration to be anything on the Internet. It, it just... The dominoes fell the right way. You could find an interest or uh, a, you could find somewhere to go to get answers to your questions. Mm -hmm. And it was quick. If you were on a heavily trafficked forum, you'd have to wait a day or two for answers. You could get them in minutes. So I was able to build a forum that reached those levels over a certain period of time. And then eventually I sold it because I had way more passion for the podcast at that time before getting in the live show and uh, some guy was looking for a forum. He figured out a way to make money on that shit through advertising. So I sold it to him and then I just took over the podcast and built that into the live show and where we are in 2023. Yeah. Let's go, man. Oh yeah. That's, awesome. That's badass. You, you always like, uh, I still, I still get people and I, it's more, I think it's more kind of the older generation. It's just still kind of hesitant on podcasts. They're just like, uh, I don't know where to go to get those. I, I'm not really sure. 
And, and uh, yeah, I'm like, well, you could just, if you have a phone, uh, it's like, do you know YouTube? Yeah, yeah, no, I look at YouTube. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I mean, you can, you can look at it there. He's like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was like some magic, like, uh, <laughs> podcast realm that, uh, that I had to subscribe to. And I'm not paying extra money for that. I'm like, nah, you actually don't have to pay money at all. It's for free. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of younger generation. It seems like now they're just like, everybody's just creating a podcast, Dude, like yeah, kids, podcast kids over just whatever podcast coming it out. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's, it's kind of where we're at, right? We, we, we fist bumping. No, I'm just hanging out. Oh, okay. We can fist bump. I thought we were on. fist bumping over no, here. Okay. Uh, no, I, I think it's where we're at as a society or whatever else. But I mean, um, like it's just, it's just thing to go you know i i, I want to hear myself you know i want to hear myself say something or whatever else <laughs> I, I i don't necessarily think that's what it is and that's not how we got involved or anything else i think this for us we got involved because we were we were a group of guys that were competing and we were like uh we had vegas so james's garage is known as as vegas because once you go in you feel like you pump the garage full of oxygen and next thing you know, it's 4 a.m. You're like, what the fuck just happened? That's why Vegas spawned. But but there was this moment where it was like, you know, let's, we're always saying something, talking about mm -hmm. this, talking about that. Talk. You know, it was a group, it was, a, it was like a, a heated discussion at most times. And so it's like, we should record this. And then that became, you know, like, okay, great. And all of a sudden, it was like, great, podcast. And then everybody kind of jumped on it. Like, I was the only one pulling off. I was like, I'm not doing a podcast. Hey, and, and you know, the way it was sold to me, it was like, if you just buy a microphone, we can do it. And I, you didn't even, buy a microphone. Even then, I was like, I'm not buying a microphone. I, I don't know what this is. I'm not really going to buy a microphone. I don't really care. Uh, I'm so glad that y'all stayed like a little bit back and said, you know what, Jam, we'll give you a little time. Even now, I have not bought a microphone. Uh, and it's not that I won't buy a microphone. But I would love to, whatever else. Clearly, you won't. Who set yeah. up is this that, that I'm looking into? I mean, this is a major league setup here. Yeah, it so is. We, we got uh, the is. Paraland Podcast uh, Studios here where we live at. Uh, we got the Charlie Mike production setup that they're doing here. So we, we this is new to us for the last, like, what, maybe six weeks, uh, uh, two three, months? Three months. Three months. Like yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, it's working out well for us. Oh. So you got to pay for that? We yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. So what do you pay? What do you pay for that? Uh, I mean, so it's uh, my it's yeah. arm and leg. Yeah. You know? No, no. Are, it, it, are, just it, in case, two hundred bucks is it? Two hundred bucks for a show? No, uh, no. Uh, it's less than that. Less yeah, than that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. It's, it's about it's about hundred and like hundred twenty five, maybe. And they um they okay. record it and you guys are gone. Yeah, this is oh, what okay. happens. Oh, there it is. Record, uh, edit, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They do the whole thing. So uh, when yeah. you get it from them, it's all buttoned up and away you go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, we we basically proof so, it and then go, hey, can you change this or that if we need you to? And then yeah, so kind of know. right. So carte blanche. Yeah, you 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 can let everything just go and it'll happen. However, I think that the input is what makes it so much better. And it's not obviously we have not grinded as long as they, they, you've done anything else, uh, but. For us, it, it became this. There's so many people involved with with our with our yeah. production that yeah. it was like it was falling on one person. And then John was John was at a point. It's like I'm tired of producing. I 
And, and it, it is a job, right? It's it's like you don't listen one I time. Don't do it anymore. How, how many times you listen to one episode? And John's like, "Can I get somebody to listen to this episode?" Yeah, great. We'll listen to it, and we can. We always give feed. We always give negative feedback. John, you missed this. John, you did. You know what I mean? And it got to a point to where uh, John just was like, "F you." Yeah, you know, you don't get to listen anymore. You can hear it when it goes live. Yeah, and and, and, and <laughs> respect, right? And so I, I started looking around, and and I, I found this, and I I put it out to the guys. I said, "Listen, let's go record here one time." And if I can't sell you on it one time, then we won't do it. And we'll go back. And you know what? I, I will learn how. And this is my thought process. I will learn. How, I, 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 I will produce uh, just as much as you're producing. I'm being serious. No, uh, I believe you are. And, 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 and I was thinking, look, I, I will do this. And we came here. We set up. And, and I, I told the guys. I said, guys, I'm trying to sell this because I, I think we need this right now. Like, everybody is so busy. And, you know. This is after, this is like the whole time where like tensions are high, right? I mean, we have. Were you guys on the verge of breaking up? Was grab them in the brisket? Nah, 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 no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're oh, still. I'm, I'm long suffering. So. No. Friendships at, at stake? Not any more than usual. No. No, no. We're always ready to fucking fight or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, I, I think, I think it was get to point like, man, I just felt bad. I was like, you know what? You know, I, I can do this. Like, James can do this, and John's like, "Thank you for let like thank you for thinking of me a little bit because if you don't do this, I'm out." It wasn't and, like that, but I was definitely getting more burned out. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, and, and honestly, dude, I, I'm not sure if it's helped us drink more or just be idiots more, but uh, yeah, let's go, man. We didn't need help with either of those. No, no we yeah. didn't. Let's go around. Let's go around the table here. Yeah. Do we think we're staying in this location ongoing? Yes or no? That is yes. 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 Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're going anywhere. So far, we've been loving it. No, it's been badass. Yeah. Is, is that because I'm sitting right here? No. Right. Right. Raul is sitting right here. We can't say anything because does Raul owns the studio. He does. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Sorry, Raul. And the guy that couldn't get you connected in the beginning. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say that was on your side, Greg. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> yeah. You're going to say that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> All right. So um, earlier we were we were going over some barbecue news and uh, talking about Memphis and May and uh, some competitions and whatnot. And I know you got into it on your show just here recently, and uh, I was pretty frank about it. I don't really know what the hell's going on over there, but uh, I know you do. Maybe you can you can clue some folks in on this. So this ends up probably unless something happens in the next two weeks, which I doubt it is going to be the story of the year on my show because it is literally the gift that keeps on giving new news what appears to feel like at least once a month if not multiple times over the course of a month so way even before memphis and may happened in may i was had malcolm on had mark williams on uh, malcolm's a monthly guest some of these other guys that compete in memphis and may try hype it up a little bit Mm -hmm. So that's usual stuff in Memphis and May. The contest happens. We'll get the winner on, do a little recap, nonsense. And all of a sudden, the damage bill. So I don't know how much you want me to get in the weeds here. So yeah, yeah. I throw ahead. a hand up to tell me to shut the fuck up or whatever. No, no. So, yeah, yeah. so I've heard this, but yes, but there was a large bill, right? There was right. this large Something bill that crazy. came out, right? 
you see, you need a little little more context than that. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Like forever. It's been held in this place called Tom Lee Park, which is right on the river, bottom of Beale Street. You ever you ever been to Memphis? I've never been there, but that's what I hear. So this is where it has been forever. Wasn't there last year because the Memphis River Parks Partnership, which is the organization that controls the parks, going through a big park renovation at Tom Lee Park. So instead, they had it at this place. It's got two names. You would hear it either as Liberty Park, which is the place that's going to be in 2024, which is also known as Tiger Lane. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah. There's a football team there or something. Memphis. So, Tiger. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. So it's uh, one in the same names, Tiger Lane or Liberty Park, same place. So Memphis and May came back this year to Tom Lee Park. Everybody's excited. It's a whole new reconfigure of the park there was a lot of consternation building into it this year at one point there was talk of a near eight thousand dollar security deposit that was going to be required to any team that was going to be participating and the barbecue vendors in order to build up money for damage i would assume they didn't say that at that point this was many months ago uh, somehow that got worked down to a, a much more manageable figure for the teams, like 400 bucks or whatever it was. So they load in. The park's been completely reconfigured. And all the years past, it's just this big open space out on Mississippi River. So you're not really messing anything up. It's just open. It always rains. It's muddy. It's all part of the deal. Well, this year they came in and it's been completely reconfigured. There's asphalt, there's pathways, there's shrubbery, there's under the ground irrigation, picket fences and whatnot. And now we have a barbecue contest. The week before that, you have the Beale Street Music Festival. So whatever damage has transpired over that week is there now. And then you have the barbecue guys potentially building on top of that, which I guess is what happened. And by the time... Memphis in May transpires. Everybody loads out. When you look at the damage bill, you think that the atomic bomb went off at Tom Lee Park. $1.4 million of damage. Asphalt, cement, sodding, everything was ripped out. Irrigation systems. It, the breakdown of the bill was incredible to read. Mm. So, after all the security deposits were backed out, the city had some security deposit in there. Memphis May had security deposit in there. There was a bill due of like $750,000 or $650,000, somewhere in that realm. Well, when you're used to having like a $50,000 damage bill every year that jumps to seven fifty, dollars Yeah, well, there's a problem. wipes out any kitty that you had building up right away and then how does that look for following contests in subsequent years and what does that do for your financial picture blah 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 and now you're you're at odds with memphis river parks if you're memphis and may so they said fairly quickly that they weren't going to be returning back there that was not a viable option i mean why would you go back to a place mm-hmm. that just stuck you with a bill for that much did they pay it it's, it's still in the works. There was some yeah. insurance claims filed, but Memphis River Parks wanted their money, like now. 
So they uh, gave them a little bit of time. But I remember doing a show or a new a story on the show saying that Memphis River Parks partnership had filed lawsuit against Memphis and May because they want their money. So that's getting worked through in court at this point. And again, I think the number we're looking at is somewhere in the six, seven hundred thousand dollar range on that. So CEO Jim Holt said, We're out of here. They re they, they took sent out a survey, they took input from the cooks about where they would want to go. They listed three or four or five options. And Liberty Park was the one that was voted to go back to. It had held two previous Memphis and Mays. So that's where it's going to be. There's no music festival this time around. It Memphis and May was a big money loser last year, even at Tom Lee Park, when it was at Tiger Lane the year before that. It was a huge money loser because you don't even have any trickle down from Bill Street. So I don't know what what it's going to even look like in 2024 just from a revenue side. I can't imagine it's going to be at best break even or go black. It's going to be a, a big money loser again. And then what are you doing? I've looked at the financials of Memphis and May. I mean, they're pretty well funded at the moment, but you go through successive years of multi-million dollar losses and uh-huh. you, you burn it up pretty quick. And it's not like they just have endless amounts of revenue and charitable donations coming in. So I'm not necessarily worried for 2024, but I mean, I could see there'd be a concern growing in the next couple of years where if they don't figure out a way to make the revenue right, that could be an issue. Yeah. So 2024, they're talking about going back to Tiger Lane. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So there's been that whole side of things. And I asked Memphis and May to come on the show all the time. They don't reply dick. They don't want to talk about it. They'll go through WREG every so often. That's where I get my news from because they'll talk to them. But I want to give them platform to come on and talk because the people at Memphis River Parks have no problem. They don't come on the show, but they certainly answer all the emails I send. The CEO of Memphis River Parks replied to me on her LinkedIn post one time about how Memphis and May was fully aware of how the park was going to get reconfigured. Their operations manager was sitting on some type of a committee and they said, we want the park to be like this. So Memphis River Parks built it the way Memphis and Mesa, they wanted it. And nobody was in the dark here. This is the way they were asking for it. So they built it like that. It's all very bizarre. I, mean, then, I, I just think like, what damage are you talking about? The grass? Like, yes. what? Is it like it? everything that you could damage in a park. Well, grass grows. Crazy. You know what I mean? Crazy. Uh, I, I feel like I have not been to Memphis in May, oh, but on, I feel like on. it was just a James. rambunctious, just great, just guys just tearing up shrubs. No, I, I just say, I, I want to hear. Digging holes. No, 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 see, this is the this problem. Is, but this, this is the public or is this people? It's like the teams. It's, mm. the, it's only the teams. No Voting public in, people. voting out, and then through the process of the contest. Jeez, so yeah. that's I just, crazy. Again, just, you're going from a non-developed park yeah. to now a park that has a park feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know, there weren't pathways and cement and asphalt and shrubbery right. and all this other nonsense. All I know is grass grows. Gra- grass grows. Roses? Yeah. Grass grows, trees grow, like asphalt is asphalt. It doesn't I, grow, I, it, 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 at a certain point, I just think like like 
everybody knew what they were getting into. Like, and, and maybe I'm crazy, right? I, I understand what the, like, there was a bunch of money invested and it's like, you want to return your investment. Yeah, great. It's still there. Like, I'm pretty sure nobody went out there with a dozer and tore up the asphalt, right? That's still there. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I just, at what point do you go, how do you quantify this? I guess it, are and, the and, claims legitimate and, is what yeah, you're and, questioning. And, 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 right. Does somebody knock over a sprinkler head and they're like, ah, oh, the irrigation system's done. It's lost. We yeah, have to replace right. it all. So within the confines of the contract. Yeah. So that's there the is a independent contractor that surveys the park. Yeah. Does a damage bill run up. It's all agreed to in advance. And that's what they came back with. Jeez. Was, that's what happens. Contract. $8,000 worth of cement. There was $4,000 worth of asphalt. There was $3,000 worth of irrigation system. There was however many thousands of dollars in shrubbery. Yeah, that all needed to be repaired, replaced, what have you. Sure, and that's that's how it is. Hmm. This isn't willy nilly. <clears throat> this isn't willy nilly stuff. Yeah. These are things that are agreed on, and then at the end, it was executed. Now you have your bill, but whether you like it or not is irrelevant. These are the terms you've agreed. Right. Yeah, no, and that, that's not that. like the bill. I mean, everybody I've talked to. Holding one aside, no names, please, said, did the park have damage? Yes. To the tune of $1.4 million? No. Now, one person said that park was decimated. Um, also, uh, Mark Williams from uh, Swine Life said that it, it almost felt like they were set up. You know, they're in the park mere weeks after it's been completed. Yeah. So, nothing to harden yeah. and you know, sink in, settle, whatever you want to call it. Right. So it's even more apt to get torn out, damaged, what have you. Freshly so, new, late, yeah. odd. This is yeah. just the way it is. And, well, lo and behold, two weeks ago, after Memphis releases their uh, thing to say, we're going to go to Liberty Park and we're taking applications, this new music festival and barbecue contest are going to go into tom lee park on the same day days as memphis and may they're going to be competing head to head damn dude so just when you think it couldn't get more dramatic yeah, that's crazy. Guess, memphis in june hey if you're going to cook go. there make sure you read the fine print on the uh, whatever you sign just in case well like i had carrie bringle on the show two weeks ago he had cooked memphis and may 30 years and decided to become a, a forget what they call it, steering member whatever the hell that means yeah this uh, new barbecue contest part of it it's being put on by the name of the group is forward forward momentum they uh put on mempho fest don't know what that is i think it's a music thing say nympho mempho not nympho okay Memfo. jesus okay that's a different one i've been to that one yeah uh, not to, okay I heard you were the chairman yes yeah. right. yes yes so, that's a whole Memfo outfit fest. yeah yeah so they have festival experience behind them. Uh, from what Carrie said, these guys are elitely funded. So mm. Uh, mm. I, I asked Carrie, I was like, look, uh, I'm as dumb as they come. But if you just saw what happened to Memphis in May five months ago, get stuck with that bill, why yeah. would you go into the same park and put on a barbecue contest knowing what you know? And yeah. he said, uh, those were the first questions I asked. They said, we're ready to, to step up and handle it. 
look, to me, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. It just reeks to me that Memphis River Parks and Memphis and May had enough of each other. And this was a way to drive, make sure they were driven out, opens the park up. Oh, by the way, we just happened to have this thing boiling in the back. And now we can bring it to the forefront since the park is open during what would normally be Memphis and May. We can stick this new thing right in it. And it just seems like it's a perfect fit. And through all my discussions with folks that really know what's going on, this isn't something that you just get a hair up your ass and decide you're going to put on a huge music festival and barbecue competition. This has to have had some type of planning, probably a long-term planning. It's a for-profit company. It's not a not-for-profit like Memphis and May. So uh, to me, I think this is something that has been in the works for a while. Mm. The situation has presented itself. Uh, My guy, John Solberg in Michigan said, you know, this isn't like you just come in and and fill in a vacuum. These things don't happen. These are big time events. So you just don't decide you're going to do it. This is something that requires some planning, some thinking, because it's going to be a big deal. And uh, the bottom line right now is nobody really knows how the barbecue contest is going to operate. Nobody knows, aside from Peg Leg Porker, who else is going to be there. I mean, if you guys are a competition team, I have no interest in competing, but where would you want to go? Like Memphis and May is a world championship. Right, right. Heath, uh, Heath Riles and Malcolm Reed both said on my show Tuesday, they want to go compete with the big dogs. And I put all kinds of weird scenarios onto them. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't have to pay at all to go in and get a spot. I mean, some of those spots in Memphis and May are, after you get done building it out, you know, for that weekend or the week or whatever it is. I said, how about none of that cost? Plus I'll give you two grand to show up. And if you win, you can keep that money too. They couldn't say no fast enough. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. No, if we're going to get our butts whooped, we want it to be by the best. Yeah. So I think level of competition is going to play a big part and we just have to keep our finger on the pulse of, is or if or when is there going to be one of those elite teams that decides that they are also going to jump mm-hmm. that could cause a little bit of a domino but mm-hmm. until we yeah. really know how the competition is going to run it would be tough to say you want to jump and then of course you want to know what the payout is memphis may is paying 150 grand mm, total prize purse in 2024 which is huge yeah no, I I think you're exactly right. I think I think money money talks. I think it it takes one team. It takes one big team, one big team to move to. You know what I mean? And it's like, hey, we're gonna cook this. And I guarantee the first time it happens, you're you're not gonna see a big movement, right? You're like, okay, great, you're in. But all it takes people winning, winning, winning money brings people in, and and then boom, you know, it, it's it's a snowball. It's a snowball, and I, I think at that point that becomes the new norm, you know, and people want to gravitate towards, like, who's doing something, right? And, uh, yeah. Right. I, I, if, I if, if enough big big names go over there, then, yeah, maybe there's a snowball. But that's still, I mean, Memphis in May is Memphis in May. You know what yeah, I mean? It's sure. crazy. It, it is until this, 
Right. Right. Take it. it. Uh, is it something akin to, um, well, again, I have no affiliate with any type of like union or something like that. It, it very well sounds just like waiting for somebody to make the first move before we jump across the lines and go over to this scab. Sc- yeah, scab scabby like. You scab fucking bastard. <laughs> do I, go, does do feel I stay like or that. go or do hey, whatever? Right. I'm like, yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Teamsters. Mm, it's like barbecue drama. I love it. And I heard the the Memphis in May. What is it? The president is is going to be retiring. Yeah, the CEO uh, Jim. CEO. Yeah, that, he that. will be retiring like in a in, in the end of February. I think. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Does does that come into play in any way? Is that going to have any kind of effect on anything, or it doesn't really matter? Well, it creates instability, right? Oh. So and that's that's the thing. It's like who, so who's taking over? Who? Who can who can walk in and say, "Look, we're stable. We got this. Like we're bigger than ever." And you know what? We're coming. You know what I mean? That's that's momentum that you need to have. Versus because because if you don't, if you don't, it it will. This will become the new Memphis and May, and maybe that's what they want. You know, I, I'm, I'm a, who knows. I have a question. In a, in a letter from James Holt that was sent out to the teams, it says Memphis and May has a solid path. Going forward, the organization is financially sound. Despite conjectures you may have seen in news reports and on social media, there's no correlation between my retirement announcement and the disclosure of the planned upstart barbecue contest. Yeah. However, the timing seems very odd. Hey, anytime I ever hear somebody telling me this is not what it means, I always go, this is exactly what it means. You know what I mean? It's it's that it's that don't it's not about the money. Yeah. It's about one thing. It's, it's about, about the money. money. You know right. what I mean? Hey, who doesn't like money? Something wrong with you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. Jesus. Uh, here's my question. This is probably a stupid question, but I'm going to put it out. Uh, no what, stupid questions. What? Who decides which ones of these are the are the world championships and which ones are just another cook-off? How, how did that happen? What? Well, it's a longevity, man. It's tradition. Just, whatever one's tradition. been around the yeah. longest, and exactly. they, they decide to... Hey, I'm going to call myself a world championship. No, man. Like, well, you, you win Memphis in May. There are other things that come along with it. Yeah. So you win the title. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of prestige that goes along with that. Whatever the cash dollars is there. I mean, you're in competition barbecue. You're not in it to make. I mean, you're in it to make money, but you're hardly stacking hundreds, right? Yeah. You get also a auto invite to the Jack, which you will not get with that upstart barbecue contest and uh, i believe you get an invite to the royal There's well no you royal. also get an invite to uh houston oh yeah i'm sorry i meant houston that's right yes. so you know houston to a lot of folks is so depending on who you talk to a lot of people want to get into houston more than anything else because that's you just can't stroll in to the right. houston livestock and rodeo it's no. tough. Those those spots are bequeathed down at death to other folks. Exactly. Or you're like an elite pit master and you're hired in as a ringer to a team that's not your own, but you're cooking for that corporate right. sponsored team. Or yeah. you win this Memphis in May and you can go down that way. So some people want to win Memphis in May so they can go to Houston. You know, the Memphis was a stepping stone thing. So yeah. And, and uh, for the folks that are that are listening along, just get your beers ready 
because we have a thing where we talk about wherever I say, hey, I used to volunteer for the uh, Houston Livestock Show and <laughs> Rodeo and the barbecue competition. Gonna, so okay. go ahead and uh, grab your beer right now and just take a chug. Uh, but I do work the barbecue no, portion. Okay. Jesus fine. Christ. You don't have to bring just, it up. The just Houston stop. Livestock You're a volunteer? Yes. Are you a volunteer, James? I'm a volunteer. Okay, great. Good. Hey, that's just James's little little snippet that he has to put out there. James puts out in the community. He he is a mm, he gives he's, back. He's a volunteer. I give back to the he, kids. Yeah, he so, puts out for he sure. He puts out. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Okay? To the community. Yeah. Yes. So where where in uh, Texas are you? We're in Houston. So we're 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 oh, yeah. right outside of Houston. Yeah. 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 It's our backyard. Yeah. Come visit. Come hang out. Come on, man. Yeah, I I, uh, I get down there a couple times a year. Bro, hit us up. Yeah, we could do this in person. We got an empty chair right now. Matt didn't even show up. Even better, yeah. right? I'll take Matt's place. That's it. You're in. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Can, can we touch. can we talk a little bit about the? Uh, so you are are you uh, still residing in Cleveland, uh, Ohio? Yeah. Is that the skyline? Okay, the yeah. majestic skyline. I'm sitting right yeah. in front of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. So can there we can we talk a little bit about uh well I mean you you've been to Texas you've been to to this area to just yeah. the 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 food scene from our area your area and just all around uh just get your thoughts on have you experienced the that just that central Texas barbecue going into some of those iconic Texas barbecue restaurants have you tried some of those or even just try some of the, the like the the Tex-Mex or some something uh uh, along the lines of that and then um w- up there in your area what what two-parter. is the yeah what, what 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 is the barbecue scene like yeah what is the barbecue what is the food scene like in ohio they had a derailment over there they had like a they had a plume of like i like like a, almost like a toxic waste thing going on i'm I not sure little, i was a little overblown yeah okay uh, thank you Anyways, right, James, uh, is it still on the map? No, it's gone. Anyways, what do you think of Texas barbecue? So I've been to, <laughs> pardon me, I've been to Truth Barbecue three separate times. I like Truth, and wow, it's magical. Mm-hmm. I've been where I've been able to get everything. So the first time I went, I got there like at eleven o'clock, and I waited an hour and a half. And uh, I was about right at the end of saying, fuck this, I'm out of here. But stuck with it and was blown away by the quality. And uh, I've had Leonard on my show, so I felt obligated to go and, and try it, stick it out. But after I left, I said, well, there's no way I'm going to ever wait an hour and a half again. So try to figure out, like, what's the way to attack it? What appears Wednesday around one o'clock in the afternoon almost no line mm-hmm. now you might be sacrificing and and uh the time after that i went like even later like 2 30 my flight didn't get in until later and there was no line they got in now you're sacrificing maybe some of the popular um the popular not popular stuff so they always gonna have brisket because everybody's coming for the brisket and they ha- always have turkey so no problem I got ribs once, didn't get ribs the next time. The banana pudding, uh, I could easily eat five gallons in a sitting. And I could probably <laughs> eat more after that. It's tremendous. Yeah. And then I don't see, now this is where I don't know. I don't know. I asked my my guy, official sound guy at Barbecue Central Show. 
uh, Haniel Tristner, who's just outside of Houston, where we should go for some other stuff, not barbecue. And he said, for the best fajitas, go to Lupe Tortilla. It will change your life. I don't, I don't know, like, if that's a laugh, a laugh at that thing or not. We went, and I fell in love. That yeah. beef fajita, skirt steak, yeah. holy shit. It was unbelievable. So we go there every time we come in now. Mm. Now you got to listen. Lupe's is good. I'm sure, but yeah, Lupe's is good. where I've been. So, so, so you, first of all, if you're going to have Tex-Mex, you definitely need to, uh, next time, just call, call me, call us. Uh, we got a spot, right? Uh, and it's not the way you order it. It's the way. It is. The, it's the way you order it's, it. It's the way you finish it, right? Uh, and it, 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 there's certain things you have to do to your fajitas in order to make it the way it's fixing to be. Right. Uh, but yeah, Lupe's good. Lupe tortillas is, I like is it's a great place. I, I love the tortillas. They're thin. They're huge. They have big ass tortillas. Right? I, I, I don't feel like yeah. you can fill them, uh, big enough or whatever else. Uh, the meat is good. Is it overpriced? Yeah, it's definitely overpriced. And, uh, I, 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 I think there are places that you can get the same, if not better, uh, mm-hmm. quality, uh, weight. Yeah. Trust me. Yes. 100%. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've got some places that will blow mm. your mind and you're like, how the hell is this even possible? You know what I mean? Oh, well, I'm jazzed so, up now. Yeah. 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 I feel, I see a road trip in our future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Uh, but barbecue, I mean, truth barbecue is good. Uh, we, we, we've got, uh, we've got Pinkerton's. Yeah. Here in town, pictures is really good. Killins is right down the street. Uh, Killins yep. in Pearland. Killins barbecue yeah. is no joke. I went to Killins Steakhouse uh, in Pearland. So, what did you think? Yeah, so that's kind of what I said, right? I, I had the same look on my face. Uh, but the barbecue restaurant is so they have really, really good pit masters working there. And I'm not gonna lie to you, man, they, they put out some really good sauces, some really good barbecue. And it's no joke. I mean, like these guys are in it to win it, and it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think, and and honestly, there's a line on Saturday morning. There's a line going out the door all the way down the freaking street. Wow! Right. So it's not like it's not like you come like you're not gonna be able to go in there every single day and get what you want. Right. You know what I mean? It's one of those places. But Killen's Barbecue is 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 really good. Uh, Obviously, in town, uh, there's what's the what's there, there's another one that I'm, I'm forgetting right now. Not, yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, really good, really good. There's the, uh, the Tejas chocolate and Tejas, yeah, yeah, and, and then so and then we just got so we just did the uh, uh, the podcast over at uh, Henderson and Kane. Mm-hmm. And that's a little hole in the wall joint that they make some good food. Henderson Kane, and and I'm not sure if. Like, I feel like he's, he made a, a p- comment that as far as him and Franklin's barbecue, did you catch a comment that he made? Was it Franklin's? Yeah. Some, somebody, he was trained with one of those guys, yeah. right? So, uh, but, but I'm just saying like in the, it was in its MC stages. It wasn't like last year or anything like this. Right. Uh, but this guy is open restaurants in New York. He's open restaurants in California. Anderson Kane is phenomenal. Oh my God. Some of the best sausage brisket i've had in i don't know how long at a restaurant right there 
and in, like in Houston, like where it, it's, in, Houston, it's, 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 it's in, like the, in the Heights area. It's in the yeah. sixth ward. Yeah, over, that, by, uh, uh, over by Truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it's in the it's in a building that was uh, it's in a building that was been serving the community since nineteen um, forever. Oh, Oh eight, oh 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 nine, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's been something to to the community. It's been it's been a meat, uh, a uh, uh, what would you call that? A meat market. Yeah, yeah, meat market. But it's it's been a general store. It's been it's been something to been serving the that that one community for yeah shit. It, it's pretty cool because it just sits over hundred years smack dab right into a neighborhood. Yeah, it's a corner store. It, yeah. you give great 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 grandparents coming in. And going, I came here as a kid. We used to buy meat right here. We used to, yeah, this is our right. place, right? We came to get milk. So they they have done it right, and they're a phenomenal facility. And I, I think what makes them so special is because they know the culture and the history, and they keep it up. You know what I mean? Uh, the food, the best. A seventy-five year old uh, sausage factory here in Houston closed down. The guy that for the last thirty years. Who is in charge of that is now making their sausage. You know what I mean? It's that history they bring back to it. Uh, they, they locally source every single thing in in, in the store, uh, so much so that it's like to their own detriment. Like they could do it so much cheaper and make money, they just choose not to do it. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things. Like once you see what they're doing, it almost feels like you're in a farmer's market in their store. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. It's respect, man. I mean, Henderson and Kane, uh, look them up. They're phenomenal. Phenomenal. Hmm. Next time you're in town, seriously, hit us up. I think uh, I think early April. Plan to be down for a for a quick trip. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's Let's make this happen. Uh, As far as Cleveland is concerned, not a huge barbecue scene. Uh, There's maybe three locations that I would feel comfortable recommending if you were coming through. So you have uh, Mabel's Barbecue, which is Michael Simon's restaurant the guy from food network yeah right on east 4th street which is a real popular street bunch of restaurants bars whatnot really good i think i've been there more than a dozen times every time it's been high quality really good stuff he uses jr oilers in the restaurant there so he's not using any bullshit there's a place over in lakewood which is west side called proper pig um they do so they're a little hit and miss at this point. When they were first got going, they were probably as good as Mabel's was. And then a little bit further to the near west side in, in Parma, which is the biggest suburb of Cleveland, is a place called Barbecue Smokehouse. And it's this is like the most Texas of Cleveland. So he's open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He opens for lunch, and then he closes when he sells out. He routinely sells out. And it's a very simple menu, it's brisket, it's pulled pork, it's ribs, it's chicken. He's got a chili. He's got this great high-end mac and cheese. He was a fine dining chef at training and then fell in love with barbecue and has been able to chef up some of the sides. His uh, collard greens are blow your head off good. And uh, so barbecue smokehouse is number one, Mabel's number two or one B, and then uh, proper pig over on the west side. Everything else they might come and they're good, but then they go out of business or they try and get too cute and, and don't keep the menu tight. You get too expansive out here and you run normal operating hours. You got to figure out a way to ride those lulls. 
and mm. that'll kill you. And a lot of places out here do like to cook a couple times a week, and so they're on the reheat on the mm. and, Yeah, you know that's not good. I've been to plenty of places before getting the beef rib, and it's cool in the middle. Yeah, mm. that's not good. You don't want that. Yeah, it, it, it was cooked yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it means, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're, 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 you're just yeah. yeah, you're just reheating. It's recent. Um. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go back to Killen's Barbecue really quick because uh, uh, Ronnie Killen was a guy that came in second for uh, cooking for the president of the United States. And uh, the the guy that won it actually asked him to stay on. And he said, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, and, and I'm not sure if he went back to France at that point and went through the entire cuisine at that, at that time and then came back to Texas and opened the – the steakhouse. I now, think he was already finished with that. School. What, what, what was he? So the, the, the cordon bleu and everything mm-hmm. else, right? So, uh, but so, so he, he did that first, came in, came in second, came to Texas, um, which is back in his roots. Now, I will say, I'm not sure when you came to the steakhouse, and I actually went to the steakhouse a few, few years ago, and I, I, I go there regularly now, and, and we'll have appetizer and hors d'oeuvres and hang out and whatever else. But, um, I was not a big fan of the steak that I had. I was kind of let down. I was like, damn, dude, I, I feel like we we really paid a lot of money for what we just ate, and it was not the greatest. Yep. But I will say that's not his steakhouse anymore. I think there was a there was a divorce there, right? I, I think, well, he's I, blown up at this point. He's got like – I was there in March. So, so, the wife, so the wife already has the steakhouse, and she's had it for a few years now. And that's hers. Like I think that's hers, right? Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty sure that I think there was a split there somewhere else. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything negative against her or anything else. Sounds I, like you might. Be I just want to say that. I just want to say he is very particular of how food comes out of his kitchen, and he is a general, like in the kitchen. He he's not the guy that sits back and says, "Oh well, oh golly gee shucks." This dude is a general, and if it's not right, it doesn't go out. Mm. The flavor is on point, and he, dude, the guy is a phenomenal chef. Uh, so, th- there was a big hype uh, of of his restaurant when he ran, and he ran that restaurant like a, like a fucking general, right? Right. And that's why the hype happened, right? So now it's a name, and it's his name, and they've split. So. There's other places that you can go to, and all of a sudden you walk in and you're getting that same quality. That's him running it. So I, I just wanted to just throw it out there a little bit uh, because the dude is a really good chef. So yeah, you know what? It, when we were there, he was um, Houston Livestock was going on, so he was yeah. in the parking lot, and, mm-hmm. uh, and he did well too because he he made it up on the did. stage. But um, I had reached out to him, told him we were going to be in town and uh, see if I could meet him in person. He's said, uh, you know, I'm going to be tied up with that Houston Livestock deal. But yeah. I was like you, you know, like we, we went in, appetizer was good. Um, I don't drink anymore, but my wife's cocktail, she said, was really great. And then the steaks came out and they were as average as it gets. And so that causes a little disappointment considering the, uh, the price wasn't average. Mm-hmm. So. It's true. That's it, that. That's quickly. I mean, look, as an operator, it sucks for you because my desire to show up again has become 
lessened by a large degree because there are a multitude of other options that where we were staying are closer. And why would I not give somebody else one shot instead of going back to the same place that was average? So sure. if, if I got back out there again, would I give it a shot? Sure. But uh, I, I forget the name of the place I was at. Um, uh, cripes. Is it jo George and George and something or others? It's two names. Steak, high-end steak place. And um, not Ruth Chris. No, 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 no. Um, Vic and Anthony's. No. Nope. Perry son. Nope. Perry, Perry's G. I think there's a G. Like hmm. George or George's or some shit. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I took a customer out. I happen to have a customer that's based out of Houston. And uh, so I got to spend some time with him in person. We went to this restaurant between the two of us. Nothing outlandish, mind you. I mean, he, he had a couple cocktails, none for me. Uh, we had the bone marrow for appetizer. I got a, a, a Denver cut steak or whatever the hell they call it. He got yeah. something else. Um, we got the uh, bread or the banana pudding desserts. Holy shit! It was four hundred dollars between the two of us. So I, I turned it in. My boss and I told my boss like, "Oh yeah, we went to whatever." He's like, "Yeah, I saw that." I was like, "Too much?" He's like, "Just the two of you?" No, there's eight of us. Yeah, it was good. Brought his family, guys. Twelve like, kids. I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, this is what it was. He's like, "Okay, well, maybe another place next time." So, George yeah. and James. George and James. George yeah. and James. Georgia James. That's what it is. Huh? Eh, Raul, hey, Raul, hey, hey, he's on. Huh? This is he's our Jamie, yeah. Greg. That's why they pay me the big bucks. I was gonna say, I take everything I said back before. <laughs> come on, hey, come on, bro, yeah. come on. Yeah, it was, it, like it's good, but poof. yeah, that was that was a lot. But our pill to swallow. Yeah, damn. But the steak was great, and the bread is served with a a bowl of bone marrow with a candle in it. To keep mm. the bone marrow melted, you know, that sounds amazing. I like the food trend of butter candle earlier in the year. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah, I told I my cousin, I was like, just pick that candle right the fuck out of there and let that harden up, so that way we can get a knife and slather it on like a bunch of heathens. Right. <laughs> right. I'm tired yeah. of dipping. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's stop being classy. Let's put a straw in the candle. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Mm. That's hilarious. Oh, okay. All right, well, hey, Greg. Yes, dude. You have no idea, man. Like, we appreciate the fact that uh, the OG, you, the legend, you, you even huh? said yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just yeah. a man. No, yeah. I know you I'm say that, but come on. Yeah, I mean, come on. I, come I got on. a, I, I have a, a a little show, and I like doing it. Yeah, and I don't. I, I operate almost like you guys. I have. I speak into this microphone every Tuesday. I don't know if anybody's listening. Yeah. And the only time it gets really weird for me is when I have somebody in the studio because then there's a human next to me. I don't, <laughs> usually it's just me. So yeah. I don't have to worry about it. I can say nonsense and I don't have to worry about if anybody's laughing or not. If I'm trying to be funny, I just assume it's hilarious. It, oh, I, it, I it allows is. me to think like that. Yeah. And um, one time I was in Houston in 2018 for the NBBQA conference. 
and I did three days of live shows from there, three hours a day for three days. And it was like the three most uncomfortable days of my life of blocking from memory. <laughs> I'm halfway through the first day and I'm like, why does it feel so different? And then I realized, well, I'm sitting across from human beings for three hours a day. Like I don't have to, I don't have to do that. So outside of that, it's just, I come down and I'm like, wow, here we go again. And uh, going into the 16th year, I'm uh, a ecstatic that the industry has grown the way it has, that there are more barbecue podcasts, uh, helping cover the whole spectrum of the industry. You know, everybody doesn't have to be the same. We all have things that we can pick up on and try to exploit. So I'm just, I'm just happy that I'm people don't ask me to be a guest a lot, probably because I suck at being a guest, but no, yeah, I'm always going to say yes. And, uh, outside of that, I'm open, man. You want, you want advice? You want my two cents, anything? I'm happy to give it and only in the most uh, helpful ways I'm here to serve. There it is. Yeah, we appreciate uh, you, brother. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, I mean, we're, we're all big fans. So, uh, yeah, I, I, again, uh, just having you on, just having you be a part of this, sh our show. And honestly, I, I think, uh, John made a comment earlier and was like, I'm not sure who's interviewing he, who here because, uh, this guy's a professional. He's, he's really good. I said, all right, let's go, you know? So, uh, no, it's much, a, a appreciated and yeah man i mean honestly man it's won't be the last time no hopefully yeah. no but it, it's pretty fucking badass so yeah, thank you i'm open you know i'm, I'm here you. i'm here to give hot takes and lend insight where i can i know a lot of people so however i can help you let's do it awesome hey cool. appreciate you I brother you got looking it. forward to greg 2.0 let's do it again yep Thanks, sir. Greg Grampy, uh, this yeah. dude is a legend. He's been doing it for, like you said, uh, like since he was in junior high. So, 100%, man. I mean, uh, cool dude to have on. Uh, and, you know, I mean, honestly, such a huge name, right? And, and, oh, yeah, yeah. and, and the guy that's kind of like, like in our field, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. he's the, he's a dude who's been out there setting, setting the standard and, and people following in, right? So, um, yeah. It's, it was kind of cool. Yeah, I have to say, if, if you're listening to us, you need to you need to jump over there to the Barbecue Central show and listen to them too as well because I love the insight, I, I love the guests, I love the the information that he puts out every single week. Uh, it's super informative for anybody that's out there uh, doing competition barbecue or just backyard grilling or just in the barbecue scene whatsoever. It, it's a nice, informative, super just funny show to to check out yeah uh, so, with some yeah. badass sound effects correct it is yeah, yeah. i you know i, I, I was kind of i was kind of hoping that he would put some of those yeah, out i was waiting for him to click he, a button he didn't he, oh, he kept he's... it he kept it very clean pg and i was like damn dude like and i almost said something like dude where, where are the sound effects at wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, you, yeah. you know yeah. something he's probably holding back just a little bit well no hey, yeah hey, hey next first date yeah uh, we're recording first date hey, we're recording each other for the second second recording right? <laughs> you know hey, uh roll do, do you have a sound effect real quick can, can yeah. we get a sound effect do you have anything <laughs> oh. there yeah. it is
yeah. it is. See, yeah, like that. Listen, we got our own sound effects over here. I'm just saying, like, damn it, dude. Yeah, I need to make up some like some like signals, like yeah. baseballs, like so he knows John's which, a bitch. Which sound hey, effect? Do you, play? Hey, you, 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 you got you got one of John's a bitch. He doesn't. That doesn't is that exist. One? Yeah, he doesn't. Is that have one of those? That, yeah. No, I got Jan. Hey, give me John. Yeah, yeah. John's a bitch. Okay. Anyways. Uh, cool little episode, fun episode. Uh, definitely appreciate everybody that tuned in to check out the show. No, 100%. Yeah. And, 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 and real quick, I know we didn't get into our barbecue wins and barbecue fails, but I Ran want you. a little you, bit long. I, yeah. We did, but we had good content, and I think it's, it's warranted. But I want you to bring in your barbecue wins, your barbecue fails, because we're all learning from them, and we're all learning what not to do, and we're also learning what to do, like what worked for you, uh, seasonings, methods, anything out there, whatever else. When you call in, uh, you get on the show, you're going to win some Suckle Buster seasonings, and uh, and I obviously I think it's going to be in the running for the uh, the end-of-the-year giveaway. That's it. That's right. That's right. So uh, I think it, What's that number? It's 94767. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Four two nine nine seventeen twenty four thirty seven. If I could, yep. It's four three four eight two nine two two nine nine. One more time. Four three four eight two nine two two nine nine. Or send us an email info at grabmanabrisket dot com. Or hit us on any of the social medias, and we will. Uh, we would love to hear it. We love to hear your wins and your fails. Or if you got a recipe you want to share, whatever it is, we want to hear from you. We just want the feedback, y'all. Uh, we did not get into uh, our boy, uh, Frank Cox, with uh, smokeabuilder.com. Uh, and that, that played her a little bit earlier. No, actually. I know it did. Okay. I just, we, we, we didn't get into really talking about anything yeah, yeah, else. No, no uh, our guest was ready to go. I know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, guys, uh, our girls, if you're a girl listening to this show and you want to get your guy a present or anything else, Smoker, smokerbuilder.com. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. check it out because what you're fixing to get is one of the best damn uh, barbecue barrel pits in the world. Not to mention all the other plans that he has out there. You can build your own. He can help you build it. He's a wealth of knowledge. At the end of the day, like I feel like you're missing out if you're not going there and checking it out uh, because I, I, I just I, for for me. And that the amount of things that he's come up with and the amount of things he's able to engineer and do, it's phenomenal. So um, I, we've talked about plenty of times uh, as far as, like, the quality, uh, the, the fact that it's able to, I don't know, uh, withstand uh, opening the lid for for minutes and, and, and not have these raging fires out yeah. of control and uh, the baffles and the way they're actually put together – this is the reason why you choose a, a, a company or, or a product. This is why you do it. He's the one. This is who you put your stock in. This is who you do. So check yeah. him out. He hits all uh, the, all the he does. Great he does. customer service, great product, and a great discount if you use Grab the Brisket. It's all caps. Or you can just hit the link down below, and I'll take you right there and get the discount already. Whatever you put in your cart. So Yeah. Check it out. Just check them out. Yeah. Seriously, check them out. You will not be. You will. You will not go. Ah, oh, I made a mistake. Uh, yeah, this know. was a whatever. If questions about this, it. Act, reach out to us too. This, this is not about sales. This, this is not about whatever else. This is about like this is quality. Yeah, we, this is yeah, this is what we're using. So yeah, try it. Anyways, James, yeah. you were fixing to say something? No, I, I was uh, fixing to say something about twenty minutes ago, but yeah. uh, well, you're done. We, we finally so. got to it now. So, guys, hey, gals, honestly. It's been great talking barbecue with you. Peace. Let's go. Smoke on.
As we close out, big thanks to SmokerBuilder.com and the MBBQA for their unwavering support. Absolutely, and cheers to Barbecue News Magazine, Suckle Busters, and Dow Strong Knives for their contributions. And you know Yeti always has our back, and Cooley Nation ensures our drinks stay perfectly cold. Lastly, props to Cambro Manufacturing and, of course, a spicy night to Chicks of Smoke Seasoning. Thanks to all for powering this show. Until next time, keep smoking.